Jeep's training and education program is proud to release Introduction to Grain Operations. This new course is a multimedia version of what was known as Jeep's 500 with dynamic graphics, video examples, photographs, multidimensional illustrations, animations, and interactive exercises. This course is sure to prepare your team for the work you need them to do. This is a great industry primer at a great price. For a limited time, Jeep's members may purchase the course for just $195. Non-members still save and pay just $295. For more information, visit jeeps.com. Coming up is a conversation I had with a longtime and highly acclaimed publisher of the Grain Journal. This person has been such a big supporter of the grain handling and processing industry for so many years. Given his unique perspective with Country Journal Publishing, we'll discuss grain industry trends and we'll touch a little bit on the history of his career and the publishing company. Hey folks, welcome to the show. My name is Jim Lenz, your host and director of training and education at Jeeps, where the mission of the Grain Elevator and Processing Society is about people and information and knowledge. And the mission of the industry is about feeding the world. Thanks for listening today and for joining the network of thousands of other grain handling and processing professionals across the globe taking strategic steps to grow professionally. The Whole Grain Show will give you the competitive advantage to win at work so you can make more of an impact. In today's show, we feature special guest Mark Avery. You might know Mark from Grain Journal, Seed Today, Milling Journal, Processing Journal, and other publications. We'll tell you at the end of the show how you can receive your free copies of any of the magazines. While Jeeps and Country Journal Publishing have worked together closely for many years, this year Country Journal Publishing became Jeeps Media Group. We are so happy to have Mark officially be part of the Jeeps team. Mark now serves as president of the Jeeps Media Group. He also serves on the Jeeps Foundation Board. Today, we welcome Mark Avery, publisher of the Grain Journal. It's great to connect with you again, Mark. Thanks for being on the show. I'm looking forward to talking with you, Jim. Yeah, we talked not too long ago, but uh, I, I know you were on vacation. You went to Italy, you just told me. And I would expect that a person of your experience would be traveling between a lot of fields of corn and soybean and <laughs> other things. But no, it's good to get away from that. Yeah. From that. I, actually, I actually saw a lot of corn in Italy. Which, oh, uh, is that right? Yeah, it kind of surprised me. I didn't. I hadn't done the research on Italy. Yeah. Uh, it's all a lot of cornfields, really. Some that wow. had already been harvested, some that were getting ready to be harvested, and then a lot that were still green, like we have here in central Illinois. So wow. it's all the whole whole gamut of the cornfields, and so some wheat, but yeah. Uh, yeah, it was kind of interesting. Very neat. Any elevators? Did you tour any elevators? That's I didn't tour any. <laughs> I saw very few, really. Oh, yeah. Uh, some grain storage, a couple feed mills. Really surprised didn't see more of that. Well, very, very nice to start out. If you don't mind, do you have a professional mantra or success quote that you live by? Well, I think my main thing is, you know, do unto others as they would do unto you is probably my main one that I really like to work under um, and just try to give as much as I can to everybody that we work with and just be fair and trustworthy and um, and just work hard. 
I love that. That's reputation certainly follows you. Mark, so much of our audience is very familiar with the Grain Journal, but for those listeners who are learning about the Grain Journal for the first time, what would you like them to know? What is what is the Grain Journal? Uh, Grain Journal is a trade magazine going to grain elevators, uh, also feed mills. Our main uh, emphasis editorially is uh, grain handling and storage, new equipment, Facility features, which we've been doing for a number of years, uh, projects about new facilities, expanded facilities, in-depth stories on what they're doing at those facilities, a lot of pictures uh, to go along with the stories. We also have uh, a lot of safety-related articles, how to keep your employees safe, how to keep your facilities safe, operations articles, grain quality We do a lot of surveys asking uh, professionals in the industry for their ideas on different topics. Uh, We do a lot of uh, supplier profiles so our readers get to know different people in the industry. We also have some merchandising related articles, even though that isn't uh, uh, a primary importance. We do want uh, people to know what's going on on the merchandising side of the business A lot of interviews with uh, key people in the industry who have policy uh, responsibilities, key issues, things things along those lines. A lot of uh, product releases and uh, just uh, news of uh, what's going on in the grain industry. You're serving so many. Thank you for your service. I reached out to you shortly after I joined Jeeps. Uh, I really enjoyed the conversation. I think the story of the start of the Grain Journal is so interesting. And and then how you got involved and uh, where you've taken it. It's, it's just been uh, just incredible. And congratulations. I believe you are celebrating your 50th year in business this year, 2022. Yes. Uh, Country Journal Publishing Company was started in 1972. The Grain and Feed Association of Illinois wanted to have a magazine that the grain elevators in Illinois could give out to their farmer customers. There had been some publicity in some of the daily newspapers at that time that was negative toward the uh, toward the grain industry. And the association wanted to get the grain elevator side of the story out to their farmer customers. So they started a magazine his newsprint that they um, had printed and gave in bulk to grain elevators who could then pass out to their farmer customers as they came into the elevator. Well, within three years, that uh, idea kind of uh, was a little too much work for them. And so they sold the publication to uh, three gentlemen in the industry and uh, moved to Decatur in around 1976. And Burt Wise was one of those three owners who had been in the grain industry for a number of years. He had, he was retired. And uh, so he kind of took the reins of running it, brought it to Decatur. And then in uh, 1978, he hired me as, as the editor as I graduated from the University of Illinois. And then uh, 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 I got to uh, buy into the business pretty early. We just had four employees, real small, just in the state of Illinois. Then we just started... Uh, Growing into other states, 1980, we changed our name to Grain Journal, and then just uh, over time, or next few years, uh, went nationwide, and started growing from there. Can you talk about your kind of evolution through the mm. the business 
What was your intention as a young professional? How did you end up here and and just kind of the, the changes that evolved over time? Well, as I was graduating from college, I was a secondary education major and I had just one job interview after student teaching. And so in the spring of 78, when I graduated, I didn't have very many opportunities in the education field, but my minor was ag journalism. And the editor of, at that time, it's called Country Journal, he was leaving and I knew him through uh, the University of Illinois, through some classes there. And uh, as he was leaving, he said, hey, would you like to interview for this job? I didn't have any other uh, possibilities at the moment. So I was looking for something. So I uh, interviewed and uh, was fortunate enough to be hired and came over here. As I said, we just had four employees. Uh, uh, Bert was a salesman. I was the editor. We had a, a bookkeeper and a circulation manager. Then Bert started having some health problems and was missing some work. So then I started helping on the sales side of the business, selling advertising as all of our revenue was coming from advertising. And so uh, I just kind of morphed more into, into sales. I enjoyed that and like the always been kind of a competitive person and I kind of got my juices flowing and so I just got more on the sales side. Then we eventually brought in another editor to replace me. And in 1986, then Bert was slowing down. And so I then took over as a publisher running the business. And then eventually, at that point, I was a part owner of the business. 1996, I had two other partners. I bought them out in 1996. And then we just kept growing. In 1990, we added a milling magazine called the Milling Journal for the milling industry. In uh, 96, we added a, a magazine for the seed production industry called Seed Today. In the early 2000s, we added two other magazines, which were subsequently closed down, Biofuels Journal for the ethanol industry, and then Wind Today, which is for the wind turbine industry. We closed those down in the early uh, 2010s. And then six or seven years ago, we um, took on working with the International Association of Milling Superintendents, IAMSA. We uh, took over running their uh, publication, Oil Mill Gazetteer. And so we did that for up till uh, second quarter of this year when that association disbanded. And now we are starting a new magazine. Now that we're a part of the GS Media Group, starting a new magazine called Processing Journal, which will be for oil seed processing and also the ethanol industry. So we're kind of coming full circle. Uh, we're doing four magazines, three quarterlies, uh, Grain Journal, our main magazine, six times a year. We have an annual equipment catalog and 11 employees doing all that. And we're keeping busy, do a lot of digital products into as the digital market uh, keeps expanding. So Always something new and exciting and uh, keeps us on our toes. How large is the reach for uh, your magazines? Uh, Grain journals, circulation around 10,000 across the United States and a little bit into Canada, a little bit international, but we're mainly a North America, U.S. publication. Same thing, millions, about 1,500. As a little more international circulation Working with the International Association of Operative Millers, they have a lot of international members, so we send it to them, uh, but primarily U.S. and Canada. Uh, C Today is primarily U.S., 
And um, our new processing journal magazine will be primarily U.S. and a little bit into Canada. So mainly uh, North America, U.S. on our on our uh, circulation. That has gone quite a ways from, you know, the start in just that one state to uh, across the U.S. And, and beyond. That's fantastic. Congratulations. Thank you. You mentioned the processing journal, uh, new journal. Uh, has that started uh, for our, our listeners who are curious? We are right now here in uh, getting close to mid-September. The first issue will come out in uh, the third quarter. Issue will come out the first part of October. So we're right now working, uh, finalizing our advertising sales and our editorial. So we'll be sending that to printer uh, to the printer at the end of uh, September. So our first one will come out. It'll be a quarterly magazine. But uh, we wanted to do two here at the end of 2022 to keep the momentum going, coming off the uh, Oil Mill Gazetteer magazine and uh, to get kind of get it a start for next year. So uh, good sales so far in our advertising. So we're real excited about the new opportunity there. And we'll have some digital products that will go along with that. Oh, very exciting. Now, what can viewers and readers expect from the Processing Journal? What are you wanting to do with it? It'll uh, primarily focus on oilseed processing, different techniques, new things happening in that industry. We also want to do some things on the ethanol industry, uh, some of the different challenges that industry is doing, new projects, things like that. So primarily operations and news oriented and uh, be a lot of product news in both of them. Just a lot of information on on the operational side. Are there any other publications you wanted to share and what's on the horizon? Not too many changes in uh, Grain Journal, Milling Journal, See Today. We have uh, a strong market presence in all three. We'll just continue to um, expand and uh, keep doing what we've been doing. We've had a lot of success in, in both in all three of those magazines. Now, in terms of the grain processing, grain handling industry, can you share a little bit with our listeners some of the, because you have such a unique perspective connecting, you know, from vendors to those uh, running facilities. What kind of trends have you seen over the years and what you think is, you know, critical and vital at the current time? Well, the first trend that hits me, and this goes back a number of years to the mid nineties is uh, going back into when I got into this and the in the eighties, when I really started uh, in the industry was they would, you would, uh, farmers would plant a lot of grain one year, produce a lot and the price would go down. So then the government would come in the next year and pay them not to plant as much set aside. So then the next year there wouldn't be as much production and the price would go up. And, And that was, it was good for the farmer, but for the grain industry, it wasn't the greatest because then production was up and down uh, year after year. And, and what I've learned over many years in the industry is that, you know, the grain elevators and then subsequently the people who supply equipment to them, they want production. They want to fill up the tanks and make uh, the elevators buy, um, build more tanks. That means more equipment. So, in the mid-90s, uh, Congress changed and got rid of the set-aside program. And I think that was one of the biggest things that really helped us here is in production and really ramped up on a consistent basis year after year after year, which 
then we've seen a lot of building of concrete and steel tanks. And then subsequently, that means a lot of uh, grain handling equipment that goes along with that. So from the mid-90s on, it's been pretty good for us just because uh, because of that. And then the other thing along the same lines is, you know, we have a lot of facilities that have been out there for 20, 30, 40, 50, 60 years. So a lot of them are getting some age on them. So they have to be replaced or upgraded. And so um, there's always constant uh, building and upgrading and that. And, and for us as a trade magazine, we, we receive no revenue from our readers. It's free subscriptions on all of our magazines. So we're relying upon our advertisers to uh, get our revenue. So the advertisers basically, uh, if they're busy, they'll advertise. If they're not busy, they won't advertise as much. So the busier they are uh, building and, and manufacturing equipment, the, the better for us. So that has been one of the biggest trends over the years. Other uh, main thing is we have a great staff here, uh, great, uh, great uh, group of people to work with. Uh, I think we put out good products. We take care of our, our customers, both the readers and the advertisers. So we have a lot of repeat business, people that have been with us for a number of years. So that, uh, that has been, been uh, very positive. And probably the third biggest challenge and change has been the digital Starting around 2000, you know, websites started coming in and it, it really hasn't affected us as much as maybe newspapers or commercial magazines. They have really been hit hard by the digital age and, and really hurt, you know, their print products. Trade magazines are kind of at the, at the bottom level of that. So we haven't been hit as hard on, on, our print magazines, which is the majority of our revenue. So uh, it's very important that we keep our print products going. But you can see the change coming. We get younger people coming into the industry and marketing positions. And so they're looking more on the digital side of things and, and products. So, And we're adjusting to that, uh, and we need to keep adjusting to that. So that's probably our biggest challenge at this point. Yeah, that, that makes sense. Anything else you want to add? Well, um, as of uh, July 1st, uh, I've sold um, uh, the Country Journal Publishing Company to uh, Jeeps. And now we are now the Jeeps Media Group. And uh, we are very excited about uh, working with Jeeps and what they'll bring to us and the opportunities to work with them and for some uh, new products and uh, for our future growth. So very, very excited about uh, Jeep's accepting us. Everybody's been very kind and welcoming to us and uh, looking forward to see uh, how we can grow and uh, serve the grain industry better. Certainly exciting times. And and Mark, you've been so active with Jeep's and with so many Jeep's members. Uh, we thank you for your continued support over the years. From your perspective, what are the benefits of being a Chiefs member? Well, the first thing uh, comes to mind is the networking. That's what always uh, drove me into it and uh, getting to meet people, which I think is just so critical, no matter what part of uh, the industry you're in, uh, your job responsibilities. So, you know, I can always reach out. The fellowship is also a big part of it. And uh, uh, the Jeeps exchange is just so critical to our business, people we meet there 
and get to see there. And uh, Jeep's just a great melting pot of bringing everybody together and, and uh, learning and uh, the friendship, fellowship, uh, everything about it. I love it. Now, before we conclude, I'd like to start a sentence, Mark, and I'd love for you to conclude the sentence. And the sentence starts with, being part of the Jeep's family means? Being part of a great industry, great people, people you can rely upon and get talked to, get information, and who are uh, long-lasting friends. That's awesome. Create a great network. It's been such a great honor to connect with you. You've been such an incredible leader in the crane industry, supporting so many individuals, teams, and organizations in the crane industry. You provide such an incredible forum for others to support the industry and move the industry forward. That's what it's all about. Thank you for being a guest on Whole Grain. Thank you, Jim. All the best. The Jeeps Media Group publishes four trade magazines, as you found out. Grain Journal, Milling Journal, Seed Today, and Processing Journal. Sign up to receive your free copies on any of them. You can do that at grainnet.com. If you are not currently a member and are considering Jeeps membership, I strongly recommend visiting jeeps.com forward slash membership. We offer individual membership and facility and company memberships. And for a larger scope on all that we have to offer at Jeeps to best serve you, visit jeeps.com. That's G-E-A-P-S dot com. Have yourself a great day, and thanks for listening to Whole Grain.